Stephen Curtis Chapman join the line right now. You're on Kingdom Builder.
Thank you. 
Can you hear me okay? Yep. I'm hearing you, hearing you loud and clear. Sorry I'm a little bit late getting to you. I hope I haven't messed you up too bad. Oh, no, dude. I'm quarantined right now in the house with my kids in the home studio here, so I have absolutely nothing to do. So. <laughs> okay, good, good. Well, it's good, good to hear. I heard live. I kept hearing live on all these prompts, and I went, uh-oh, if this is live, and are they been sitting around going, any minute now, Stephen Kershaw is going to walk through the door. <laughs> no, no. We actually we edit this stuff. This this will actually air not this Friday but the following Friday. Okay. So you're good. Um. So what we're gonna do real quick? I know you got about 20 minutes according to the the publicist. What we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about um, deeper roots where the bluegrass grows, and then the second part we'll uh, jump into the new song together. We'll get through this. Um, right. What I'm gonna do in post is I'm actually going to uh, insert three of the songs, two of the songs from uh, the Deeper Roots album, and then the last song uh, will be the new single. So um, I want to play Dive, the one that you did with Ricky Skaggs, and kind of talk about that. And then I want to do a second one uh, that I'll put in there. And I, I wanted you to pick, I was actually going to, I wanted to insert one of the songs you did with your with your dad and your brother. And you oh, got... Yeah. Um, three or four of those on that record. Uh, which one do you huh. want me to, to play for that one? Um, gosh, I think you could do, um, you could do He Touched Me, uh, Without Him. Those are all songs that, you know, have such a story uh, with them. Um, uh, and then the last one really is mainly my dad singing, just with us singing with him, which I love that. I'd rather have Jesus. But um, so gosh, it's hard to pick any of those. Um, are good. Uh, do you think? What do you think? Do you know? You want to do? Let's do um, uh, without him. We could do that one. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that one. Let me go ahead and put this in here so I reference that. Okay. All right. So we'll go ahead and get started. And um, I've talked to you before. I actually did an interview with you a couple of years ago when you released your book. So um, I've met you numerous times over the years. So it's Pleasure to have you on here. Let me go and get my recorded started on this end and we'll get started. <clears throat> All right. 
Well, I am honored to have one of my all-time favorite artists joining me on the show today. Big welcome to Mr. Stephen Curtis Chapman. Stephen, how are you doing today, man? Hey, I am doing well. Thanks. I'm doing great. All things considered, like all of us, I am uh, still trying to figure out this whole quarantine uh, isolation thing, which is really difficult, and, and but but seems to be showing the first signs of of some change, some winds of change blowing. Maybe with that, that I think we're all excited about. But um, but yeah, I'm doing doing well. My family and I'm a, well, a part of our family. My daughter uh, Shohanna, who's a college student, has been home uh, since all of this started and uh, doing school from home. About to finish up, and then my uh, Stevie Joy, my junior in high school daughter, who's also been doing all of her school from her computer and remote learning. So it's been a new challenge for us as it has been for everybody uh we're we're uh we've planted a garden my wife i should say has planted a a raised bed garden in in containers all around our back porch um you know some projects like that that have been good for us to to dive into i'm i've been the dirt carrier and the shovel guy so i carry the heavy stuff but she's the one with the vision um so that's been good and uh, so, you know, it's been some good things, some really hard things, obviously, and challenges and struggles. And being this closed in together brings some unique opportunities to practice First Corinthians 13, shall we just say. You know, love is patient and kind and long-suffering and, and keeps a short record of wrongs, all those kind of things. So, um, but, but we're, we're doing good, all things considered. Oh, definitely. Same here. And, you know, I've, I've jokingly referred to the interviews I've been doing this last month as the quarantine series. So I think that yeah. it may be time <laughs> to move on from that because it's getting kind of boring, you know? Yeah, right, right. No kidding. You know, it's funny that you mentioned, you mentioned um, your kids. It's, it's crazy. You mentioned them being in high school and college. And I remember when you first announced that, that you were adopting, uh, you know, back in the early 2000s. So it's, it's just crazy when you say high school and college. I mean, does it seem like it was that long ago? Well, I know, and you really want to get freaked out. You know, let me start talking about my grandkids, um, you know, that are, that are in, in school, in elementary school now. That really gets crazy um, to think that my daughter, Emily, uh, who used to come out on stage and sing a cute little Jesus Loves Me song, um, back in the day is now the mama of three girls of her own. And, um, and then Joey and Stevie, yeah, I mean, it doesn't seem that long ago that I was telling everybody, man, we've adopted these, these little girls and just changing our lives. And here's the songs that I'm inspired to write now about all of that. And, um, I mean, Cinderella seems like, you know, a, a, a recent song of mine, you know, that doesn't seem that long ago. I start thinking about, I wrote that song when Stevie Joy and Maria were three years old, and Stevie Joy is uh, 17 years old now. She's a junior in high school, and she's not really that interested in dancing with her dad anymore, Um, So, which is why I wrote the song in the first place, you know. But yeah, it is crazy. It really is crazy. Like, gosh, time just marches on, doesn't it? Yeah, Absolutely. Well, we are excited to have you on the show today. And, Stephen, you have a few projects that you've worked on that I want to talk about today. The first one's actually one of my favorite albums to come along in quite some time. Um, You released a record last year called Deeper Roots, Where the Bluegrass Grows. And I have to be honest, I'm I'm not what you call a huge bluegrass fan, but 
between listening to this record and diving into the Expanse catalog of One Ricky Skaggs, I'm starting to oh, say yeah. that I'm getting hooked here. Yes, we've we've converted another one, you know. <laughs> That's the goal because so many people are like yourself going, I don't banjos and, you know, and, and all that. That's not my cup of tea, which I respect totally, you know, but it's uh, it's a pretty amazing uh, genre of music. And when you get into it and you start to listen, uh, if you care and, and love music at all, you cannot help but respect the musicianship. I think some of the greatest musicians on the planet play bluegrass music, which is so funny because people think of it as kind of a, you know, back porch hillbilly, you know, just strumming on a banjo, but you start listening to these guys who are masters. I mean, I'm, and, and I was blessed to have them on this album, Andy Leftwich, who, you know, was national fiddle champion at like, what, nine years old, you know, he was playing, you know, like just blowing people away. There are, mo- most of these guys are prodigies. They're kids that, you know, were just kind of sat in the room all day long playing an instrument and mastering it and you get in a room with them and I'm intimidated. I don't even want to get my guitar out half the time with these guys. Cause they're so, they're such amazing musicians. And, um, so, and then, you know, artists like you mentioned, Ricky Skaggs, I mean, he's a, he is truly a master. He's just a, he's a, a genius. And, you know, so I'm so glad that, that, uh, maybe this album helped, helped you recognize some of that and appreciate that. Cause it's certainly something to be appreciated. Yeah, and you know, I absolutely love the hymns, but something that I also enjoy is uh, I'm a guitarist myself, and I love great guitar tracks. And I mean, just the sound of the acoustic guitars, the mandolins, the banjos, the production on this record was top-notch. And, you know, as a guitarist myself, that's that's what I really enjoyed most about it, and that's what got me hooked. Uh, of course, the hymns, the older hymns are what drew me in uh, altogether, but it was really cool. And yet, you know, Stephen... I think you should have called this record Stephen Curtis and the Family, though, because you made it a family affair. Uh, with <laughs> I know, yeah. including your your dad, Herb Chapman Sr., your brother, Herb Chapman Jr., your son Caleb, and your daughter-in-law Jillian. What was it like having uh, the family on the record? And you know, what inspired you to to do a follow-up to the 2013 release, Deep Roots? Well, the answer kind of backwards. The, the what inspired the the follow-up was really just the fact that, that that first album that you mentioned that came out several years ago, Deep Roots, that I did with Cracker Barrel Country Stores. They came and said, hey, we're, you know, they have a huge music uh, library of, of records and musicians that they help promote and put out through their stores uh, all over the country. And they said, you know, we'd love to do something with Stephen. Would be interested? And I said, well, if I can make a bluegrass album, because I've always wanted to do that. It's the music I grew up with first music I heard as a little boy in Paducah, Kentucky, was my dad playing bluegrass music with his buddies, and his best friend was a banjo player, and his other best friend was a dobro player, and uh, that sound of those instruments just, it's in my DNA, you know, it's its comforting, it kind of takes me home, um, back back to the, to the roots, uh, as it were, so I made that first album, loved it, got to get my dad and brother singing a little bit with me on that record, and Ricky sang a song with me. And I finished it. As soon as it got done, I was kind of sad because it was over. And I said, someday I'm going to do this again, Lord willing. So um, fast forward a few years, and, and uh, I got the opportunity to make Deeper Roots, Where the Bluegrass Grows, and thought I was going to just, you know, do a few hymns. But then I ended up writing a song, just kind of paying tribute to where I come from originally in Kentucky and the music that's in me 
uh, in my DNA and my blood, uh, bluegrass, and um, and then got this crazy idea to do a duet, uh, to do a, a bluegrass version of my uh, sort of familiar to to people who listen to my music, a song called Dive that I released several years ago on an album called Speechless as a pretty pop rock, you know, kind of uh, anthem song. <clears throat> but I always thought, I think this song could be a killer bluegrass song. It just feels like it could work, you know. So uh, I had some of these musicians around. I was playing the Grand Ole Opry one night, um, and I had these guys around. And I said, hey, check this out. What, what would this sound like as a bluegrass song? And it just took off. It was like everybody was looking at each other going, that's a really great bluegrass song. And um, got Ricky Skaggs to sing on it with me. And anyway, it was amazing, you know, to in the process, what I really wanted to do as much as anything was try to capture some more recordings with my dad while I still could because my dad's had health problems over the last few years, had a few heart attacks. He's, you know, got several stents that he's had put in and had open heart surgery and uh, since we did the first album. And I just thought, you know, I don't know how many more years I have my dad. He is my biggest musical hero uh, growing up and learning to play the guitar and learning my love for music from my dad and so much of my faith. Uh, that came just, you know, from my dad and, and my relationship with him. And so I thought, if nothing else, I want to capture some songs with my dad and my brother, uh, kind of the way we grew up singing these hymns sitting around the kitchen table. Uh, dad is a great guitar picker. And, uh, in fact, he plays guitar on on, uh, on these tracks, some of these tracks as well. And um, so that was really, really an incredible gift for me to have that, you know, if again, like I say, if, if for no other reason to have those songs recorded with my dad's voice and uh, to get to remember that an important part of my musical life was, was such a blessing and such a gift. Amen. Well, as you mentioned, uh, one of your best-known songs, Die, which was from your 99 record, Speechless. Um, I, I love the bluegrass makeover on this, and we're going to go ahead and play that. Here is Stephen Curtis Chapman with the bluegrass version featuring Ricky Skaggs of Dive. All right, we'll add that in there. And Awesome. Okay. That was a bluegrass version of Dive from Stephen Curtis Chapman with a little help from Ricky Skaggs. And, you know, the, the other cool thing is you mentioned that you have your dad, Herb Sr., and your brother, Herb Jr., uh, on this record, and um, I want to play one of the songs uh, that, that you did on the record uh, with your brother and your dad. Uh, which song do you want to play, and you want to go ahead and introduce it for us? Yeah, one of the things I, I wanted to do with this was just, like I said, kind of gather around microphones like we used to sitting in the kitchen and sing some of the songs that, that I remember learning with my family, some of the first songs I learned on the guitar and learned to sing a harmony part you know, with my family. And uh, one of those songs is it's a song written by Mylon Lefevre. Um, you know, and many will know his name from his, he had made records uh, back in the 80s and 90s, uh, Christian music. And uh, even in the 70s, he was, uh, I think came out of the kind of rock and roll world. And he wrote this song when he was 16 years old and Elvis Presley recorded it. And it was a huge hit song for Elvis and many, many other artists have recorded it. Many gospel groups have sung without him but it was one of the songs that we sang as a family and it wasn't just a song that my dad loved but it was a truth it was god had really done an amazing work in my family when uh, when i was a little boy and really brought my dad and mom back to faith and so this song was just important 
in our lives. And my dad would always say, this isn't just, you know, these aren't just words. This is truth. Without him, you know, I wouldn't be anything. You know, I need, I need Jesus. I need God. And so, uh, so special to uh, get my dad and, and, and not only to have him sing, but my dad plays the little guitar solo in the middle of this, which I thought was so fun and cool. I said, dad, take the, take the guitar solo in the middle. And uh, that's him playing, playing the guitar uh, in, in the middle of this song as well. And, and, and kind of doing the intro, that's all him doing kind of the picking that you hear in there. So um, pretty, pretty special. All right. Well, I got song and I got one more question and we'll go to the last single here. Well, I am honored to be joined by Stephen Curtis Chapman here on the line today. And, you know, Stephen, going back to your early career, um, one song that really pops up in a lot of people's memories when they hear your name is the song, The Great Adventure. And uh, you released that song in 1992. And, you know, looking back, you know, we're looking at 28 years later that that song uh, was released. What, what, are your, what are your memories of, you know, how the song uh, has resonated with fans over the years? What do you think the song, what do you think the, the biggest reason that this song has, has resonated so much with fans uh, over the last three decades? Yeah, well, it's a good question. I'm, I'm kind of amazed by it and, you know, thankful for it. I think partly, you know, when it came along, um, in Christian music, I sort of pushed the envelope a little bit, which is funny because Stephen Curtis Chapman's not known as an envelope pusher necessarily, except I did have a pretty rocking mullet back in the day. Um, but that wasn't actually pushing the envelope because there were others ahead of me that had already done, already blazed the trail. But I think this music, you know, I'd, I'd written this song actually out of a pretty discouraging time and a time that some friends and pastors and uh, just some mentors of mine had really encouraged me with the grace of God and just tried to help me remember that I was not the the point, that it wasn't, I couldn't screw this up, I couldn't mess it up, that God had already taken care of it in, in Jesus and the grace of God was kind of stretching out ahead of me where I was going. So there was just a freedom in that to really trust him and, and receive the grace. And and it just kind of stirred inside of me in this time that I needed it so much. It made me just like, oh, man, this is an adventure. I want to go explore this adventure of God's grace. And how do I write a song about that that feels like what I feel inside? And so not being a horseman, not even really getting along that great with horses uh, historically, but I love Westerns. I love the old, you know, watching the guy, the guys jump on their horses and dust flying and they're just, you know, they're taking off, you know, on, a, on an adventure you know, that's always stirred something in me. I'm like, that's what I want it to feel like. I want it to feel like, man, this isn't just sitting around going, okay, well, we're, we're going to follow Jesus, but this is like, come on, you know, it's, this is going to be scary. It's going to be frightening. It's going to, you have to trust me, but it's not going to be boring and it's going to be an adventure. And will you trust my grace in that way? So wrote the song with that heart and made it pretty, it's like this song has to make you want to get up and, and get on, get, go, go on an adventure. It can't just be. And I think something about the music of it, it was kind of a rocking song. And they hadn't played a lot of that. Maybe I pushed it a little bit more on radio than Christian radio had played historically in terms of kind of more of a rock sound and the guitars and all of that. And uh, I think that just resonated with a lot of people like, man, Christian music can sound like that. That's cool. I mean, that's what Mac Powell told me first time he and Mark Lee put in the great adventure and they heard this big orchestral opening and then they heard these rock guitars and they were going christian music can do that we're all in let's do it you know so it's it, i think it inspired people in that way which was super cool to hear that those stories 
And then just the truth of it is something I just don't, I think we, we keep needing to be reminded of, you know, that this is, God is, is, is calling us into the adventure of trusting him and, and walking with him and letting him take us, you know, on this journey of life that, that is filled with mountains and valleys and hard and good and beauty and, and pain, but we trust him and, um, and, and, you know, journey on. Um, so I think people have just been encouraged maybe by that truth for a lot of years. Amen. Well, we're going to go ahead and spin that now. Listeners, saddle up your horses. Here's Stephen Curtis Chapman with The Great Adventure. All right, and then we'll do our last question here. Then you're probably going to jump on another call. That was Great Adventure, Stephen Curtis Chapman. And Stephen, you are also joining us here today to talk about the brand new single that you've just released called Together We'll Get Through This. And like other songs from uh, the deeper roots, uh, you have a talented group of musicians on this track with you, including country superstar Brad Paisley, Grammy-winning gospel artist Tasha Cobbs Leonard, and American Idol alumni Lauren Elena. Tell us about this powerful new song and what inspired you to write it. Well, as often is the case, you know, when things are going on in my life, I mean, I've already talked about a few of those songs, you know, Dive and The Great Adventure and songs that come from just me processing life and what God's showing me, what I'm hearing, what I'm feeling, what I'm thinking. And um, at the beginning of kind of the onset of this crazy pandemic that we have found ourselves in, um, I remember hearing voices and seeing people on television um, saying things that I had not heard and using a word that I had not heard and none of us had been hearing very much in recent months and years even because things have gotten so divisive and divided and, and uh, all of that. But there's this word together that I start hearing and I'm seeing commercials and I'm, I'm just hearing this message of, hey, we're going to have to get through this together. We're all in this together. We are all feeling from all different political viewpoints, whatever it is, you know, all the different things. We're in this together in that, you know, we, we feel the same uncertainty, the fear. Um, we're not the enemy, you know, as much as it may have seemed that way when we, you know, are making our, you know, point and our, and our opinions. Um, none of us really know you know, what's going on, none of us, you know, you can turn the channel one one click and you're going to hear a completely different story, you know, and, you know, still no lack of people, you know, proclaiming that they know this is how it is. But truth is, you know, it's all probably somewhere in between uh, as far as what really is the bottom line. Uh, only God knows what's going on, when's this going to end, what's going to look like you know, months and years from now or whatever. But in the process, just hearing that word together, uh, we we need each other. It just, it, it sort of for me was something that that reminded me in my heart, I think the reason it, it sounded so good in light of everything else going on is because it's truth. You know, we are made for relationship. You know, it's clear in scripture. And as a believer, you know, as a follower of Jesus, you know, it's, it's all through his story and our story that God made us for himself to have a relationship for communion, you know, with him and then with each other. It's not good for man to be alone. You know, God puts us in relationship with each other. 
and that's a challenge and it's a struggle, but it's also where the beauty of what we're made for comes to the surface. And, you know, Ecclesiastes talks, talks about two are better than one, three are even better, you know, four to three strands. And if one falls, there's another one there to pick you up. We need each other. You know, you look in the New Testament, Jesus, you know, the whole presentation of we are the body of Christ. We are the body that needs each other. The hand needs the arm and the leg. And, you know, we, we, we do, we serve different parts, but we need to recognize that we need each other. And, you know, so just that felt like, man, there is truth being spoken, you know, um, from those who aren't necessarily even thinking about it. They're just saying what, what's true. You know, we, we need each other. And so how could I fan the flame of that? How could I kind of take that little bit of light that we so desperately need in this dark time and kick the door open a little further so maybe a little more light can come in? And because light is light and truth is truth, you know, and, and we know the source of truth. Um, maybe it's, it's a place for a song that just says that just together, we can get through this, you know, we're stronger together. We can recognize that we need that, uh, reminder. Um, we're not the enemy. It's hard to see that sometimes when the sky gets dark and things get scary. And, um, but you know, maybe we can look deep enough to, to remember that we really are, we're, we're, we're really all you know, trying to get through this and we need each other. And so um, wrote the song and then just thought, well, a song like Together probably needs to be done together with some other artists. So what if I could get some, some other people involved? And amazing to me, I, I, Brad Paisley, and I'm a big fan of Brad's. I've, I've crossed paths with him a few times over the years, as you do in the music business. And a couple of years ago, I did a, I was honored to be a part of a Glenn Campbell tribute concert um he's one of my heroes musically guitar playing singer uh songwriter guy that i grew up being very uh impacted by his his music and um even got to him record a couple of songs of mine i will be here he covered several years ago glenn did and so um I, uh, i i came to this tribute concert and brad and i were sharing a dressing room for that because he was also a big uh, Glenn Campbell's a big influence on him, and we talked about that, and and you know talked about how he knew my music, and which I was surprised and blown away, but knew he had grown up, you know, in in faith and, and as a Christian, and and knew uh, you know about my music, and so it's one of those things where you say, hey, one of these days, let's do something together. But of course, I'm thinking that's Brad Paisley, man. He doesn't need to do anything with. Stephen Curtis Jam, he's got, you know, he's doing TV commercials and hosting the Country Music Awards and, you know, all kinds of stuff going on. But when I wrote this song, I thought about Brad and just thought, man, I could hear him singing and just playing some great guitar licks on this song. I wonder if he'd be a part of it. So I reached out to him, didn't even have his number or email. I had to ask a mutual friend, do you think it'd be cool to just tell Brad I'm trying to reach him because I've got a song I'd want to ask him to maybe be a part of? And it's fine if he just says no or doesn't even want to give any information. I understand. He's got a lot going on. Heard from him. He said, man, I'd love to do it. Let's do it. So uh, that was kind of the first step. And then from there, he and I got on the phone, talked about just this song and the message of it. He said, man, I love this message. We need to, we need this. We need, you know, to help bring people together and remind them that we need each other. And, and um, so let's do it. Let's get some other people involved. So we started talking and, you know, another, my manager knew, the manager of Lauren Elena and her name came up as someone that I had seen her on American Idol 
and really appreciated just she was vocal about her faith. I remember even on that show and a great singer, and I thought that girl's going to do well. She's going to go places. She's really got a great spirit and a, and a great voice. And so reached out to her. She was the same thing, so honored. Like, I, I love your music. I've you know, grown up listening to it. I'd be honored to be a part of this. Um, it's a perfect time for me. Um, so she joined me. Um, and then Tasha Cobb Leonard, what a, what a talented, uh, wonderful worship leader and, and artist, gospel artist. She, uh, I had met her at the Dove Awards, you know, and heard her sing and didn't, didn't know her personally, but just thought, gosh, someone like her with that power and that, you know, that passion and that soul could bring something really special to this and reached out to her and she was very excited. Her husband, Kenneth, uh, and her were able to go in her studio like in a day's time and say, I'll just put some things down, and if it works, awesome. I'd love to be a part of it. And that's what we ended up having to do. None of us were ever in the room together. You know, part of the kind of magic of this for me and the miracle of it all is that, you know, everyone just – I just said, look, I, I don't know how this is going to work. You listen to the song, put parts that you think would work, because we're not all hearing each other. We're not all working in the same room together. Um, I don't know what it's going to end up being like, and hopefully it's not going to be a mess because we can't all be in the same room figuring this out. So just do what you think and, and let's see what happens. And we got all the parts together, put them all in, you know, moved a few things around as you can do now, thank, thankfully with uh, Pro Tools and digital recording. But pretty much it was like it just works. It, it actually was supposed to be, I think, you know, it was like a puzzle that all the pieces were there. You just had to figure out how to put them together. Awesome. And I'm going to go ahead and put that in there. Um, actually, if you would real quick, before I close the call, out, um, just say, this is my latest single and kind of introduce it so I can put that in post. Okay. I'm sorry. Say that one more time. Um, I'm going to play that song in post, put edit in post. Yeah. Can you um, just introduce it real quick? Say, hey, this is my newest song, and just do okay. that, and I'll put that in there. Okay, yeah. Well, hey, everybody. Stephen Curtis Chapman here, and this is my newest song. Together, we'll get through this. All right. And I'm just going to close this out real quick so you can jump on your next call. All right. That was the latest single from Stephen Curtis Chapman called Together We'll Get Through This with help from Brad Paisley, Tasha Cobbs Leonard, and Lauren Elena. Stephen, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. And, you know, I, I just pray that the Lord can use this uh, new song to bring comfort and a way for people to find hope in the midst of uncertainty that we're going through right now. So thank you so much for the song, and you th thank you so much for coming by and joining us here on Kingdom Builder. We appreciate it. You're very welcome. It's been great to spend some time with you, and thanks so much for uh, for playing my music. Bless you. All right, man. Well, I'll let you jump on the next call. Thanks so much, man. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Have a good one, brother. Okay. You too. Bye-bye.